You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 84. And today, ladies, we are kicking off the new year. Okay, let me say that again. We are kicking off the new year, a new decade. And I couldn't be more excited and jazzed to start 2020 with you. We have got so many things in store for you, and I'm so excited to be you know, on this journey with you and to serve you this year in all different kinds of capacities. Oh, I'm just like, I'm exploding. So in today's episode, I'm kind of going over five tips that I want to give you that are going to help you to start thinking about and shaping your new year, your 2020, okay? And some of those things have to do with asking ourselves the hard questions, you know, not cheating ourselves. You know, understanding that every day we get to start over again. And in order to be better, we have to get out of our own shells and we have to be accountable and we have to understand that sometimes we have to push ourselves. And then I want to talk to you about building a dream team and why this is so freaking important, especially now more than ever. So come on, I, I just can't contain myself. Let's jump on into the episode and let's listen and learn. And well, let's go. Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Well, hey there, ladies, and welcome back to what? This is our first episode of the new year and of the new decade. Gosh, it kind of seems kind of creepy to say that, but it's kind of exciting. So first of all, I hope that you all had a very, very blessed holiday season. I hope you had time with friends and family and you did all the stuff that you wanted to do. Hopefully you got some me time in there and you rested a little bit along with all the other craziness. So now we're ready to kind of shift gears into a new year. And so I wanted to really start this episode off and this year off with this episode about, you know, some goal setting. And I know that for most of us, when you think of goal setting, we think of it in terms of like our finances, our business, and mostly we think about it in the terms of our business. We don't really think about goal setting for the majority of us, that is, around our health. And, you know, our health, a lot of times, as we've talked about on many other episodes, just kind of like fades into the background. It's not like it's a on purpose thing. It just seems to happen a lot because we don't seem to just notice our health as much as we notice other things, or we don't quantify our health like we quantify other things in our lives, like our business or relationship or our finances. Health seems to be this, you know, esoterical um, type of concept out there. And we've talked about this a lot of times. So I'm so pumped up. I am so ready for this year. I've got my cup of coffee. And in all honesty, it's actually my second cup of coffee. And normally I only allow myself 
you know, one cup a day. But for whatever reason today, I felt like I wanted another one. So, you know, sometimes you just got to go with what your body wants and say, hey, I need an extra cup of coffee today because I got a lot of sheesh that I got to get done, right? So here I am with my cup of joe and I've got my outline. And a side note is, I don't know how y'all feel. I just absolutely, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but I still have my hair. Well, I had hot rollers and I absolutely love hot rollers. And so my hair, I haven't even brushed it out yet as I'm sitting here recording this. And it's kind of funny because I'm seeing myself in the screen as I'm talking to y'all. But I just love hot hot rollers. I don't know if any of you do. Can I get an amen for hot rollers? I think they're like one of the best creations out there. And the reason I love them is because you can just roll your hair up in them and then you can go put your makeup on, go get your coffee, go get dressed, do whatever you want to do. And your curls are setting. You don't have to stand there in front of the sink, you know, with the hot iron. And for me, because I have, I have kind of heavy curly hair that when I put my hair in hot rollers, it tends to keep the curl a lot longer. So, Hey, that's my side note. I'm putting it out there for hot curlers. If, if you love them too, Hey, then you, you're a woman after my own heart. I actually even started traveling with my hot curlers this year when I only used to use a curling iron before, and I'm just so loving it. So anyways, that's a side note. So let's get back to, <clears throat> to some goal setting here. Get your cup of water. Um, if you're driving, you know, if you've got your coffee, whatever you're doing, if I'm in your earbuds, you know, hey, whatever you're doing, because I'm ready to go. So I want to give you five tips that I really want you to focus on for 2020. And y'all know that I just absolutely love John Maxwell. He's like one of my go-to inspirational people. And he has this thing called Minute with Maxwell. And I don't know, maybe some of you are signed up for it and you get it, <clears throat> you get it every day. Just like kind of like I sign up for Darren Daly's and I love to get those too. But John always puts out um, you a video every day and it's one minute and he talks about a particular topic. So some of these, I always like listening to what he has to say. These ones I haven't listened to yet, but oh my God, they just made so much sense to me. And I like turning them over and talking to you about them from a health perspective versus more from a business perspective. But we'll talk about that too. And, you know, from a spiritual perspective, because that's where John comes from as well. So the first one is, and I know you've seen it all over the internet and maybe on Instagram and everywhere else. Number one is I want you to ask yourself the hard questions because it's in sitting down in quiet time and asking hard questions and really pondering for those answers that enables us to move to the next step. And <clears throat> those hard questions are these. So, you know, what went right for you in 2019 in all areas of your life? So, you know, if you're a journal person, you can get out a journal. If you're not really a journal person, then you can just get out a piece of paper and you can just kind of, you know, write out these things. So I want you to look at what really went well in 2019. Look at the goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year and say, which ones did I meet and which ones did I not meet? Okay. Then I want you to look at all the things that really went awesome in your year. Okay. So look at the things that really didn't go so well, goals that you didn't meet, and then look at goals or things that went really well in your 2019 and those are in two columns. <clears throat> and then what I want you to do is really analyze this and say to yourself, of the things that did not meet your expectations or did not go your way, what happened? Okay. What went wrong? Where did you fall off the wagon? Or, um, you know, what did you do that didn't allow you to get to where you wanted to go? That's with the ones that you didn't meet. Then with the ones that you did meet, I want you to really look at and say to yourself, you know, what what did I do to make those things happen? Okay. 
because you have to know, like I've always said, you have to know where you were, okay, in order to know where you are going in the new year, right? So if you had a goal in 2019, but you didn't meet it, then you need to look at why that happened and why it did not happen. So of all the good things that are that went right and the things that you did, then you can kind of keep on carrying those with you into 2020. And the things that really that you fell off the wagon for, then you can analyze those things. And here's what you need to do. Number one, do you want to even consider carrying them over into 2020? And if you do, then you need to realize, okay, well, what can I course correct from what I did in 2019 that really didn't work and didn't serve me? And how am I going to course correct that so that I can make those that move that goal over to 2020 and try to hit it in 2020? And now remember, there's no failures. There's none of that stuff because we all, you know, make mistakes and we're all going to fall on the floor and get off the wagon from time to time. It's just, that's life, ladies. And we have to just embrace that and be willing to be okay with that. But you have to look at yourself and you have to ask yourself in all situations, you know, what part did I have in this? If something didn't work out, what was my part in it that it didn't work out? If something worked out great, what was my part that worked out fabulous? Okay. Because if you can't really, you know, sit down and be honest with yourself, then who can you be honest with, right? And if you want to see progress in any area of your life, ladies, you have to be able to sit down and, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and have some hardcore talks with yourself. Some coming to Jesus talks and say, hey, you know, I need to change this. I need to work on this. This is working. This isn't working. So one of those areas for me was like, I put down in 2019 that I really wanted to work out and get stronger. And I wanted to lose some weight. And it wasn't so much about weight loss. It was more about getting stronger. And I really wanted to get stronger and healthier in my body because my granddaughter was coming and I have so many plans for us as she's getting older and different things in my brain that I want to do with her. So I committed and I said how I was going to do this. I said I was going to hire a personal trainer, which I did. And I was going to commit to going to the gym five days out of seven. And this coming Friday is our, my last personal training appointment. And so I can honestly say that I went one whole year with the personal trainer, did everything that they said. I worked out at least five out of the seven days for most weeks. I'm not going to say that it was perfect every week because I fell off the wagon a couple of times, but I got back on and I feel fabulous. And I really see the results at the end of the year. So not only is it important for us to ask those hard questions, ladies, what I also need for you to do is when we're making plans or goals for the new year, you have to write in action steps, okay? Because goals are great, but if you don't have a plan of action in order to make movement happen, then goals are nothing, okay? We can all write as many goals down on a piece of paper as, you know, as the day is long. But if we don't put action steps and how we're going to make that happen, then the chances are they're not going to happen. So like I said, an example was in 2020, I said, I want to get stronger in my body. How was I going to do that? Okay. I was going to hire a personal trainer that was on my list. Going to the gym five days out of seven was on my list, even when I didn't feel like it. Okay. Drinking 64, if not more ounces of water a day. And I've consistently done that as well. So when you put things, like I said, you know, action steps, it helps you to know what you're going to do in order to make that a reality. So for instance, if you said, you know, I want to spend more quality time with my family in 2020, then you need to also look at and say, okay, how am I, what am I going to do? What does that look like? 
okay, in order for me to meet that? Am I going to have weekly weekly um, dinner parties with my family? Am I going to have, am I going to invite my family over more often? Are we going to have, you know, recipe sharing dates? So you have to figure out how you're going to make that thing work. What is it going to look like for you? So if you say, I want to lose some weight in 2020, well, what does that look like? And what does that mean? Okay. You have to put meaning behind the things that you're saying because they, the brain doesn't comprehend. I want to lose weight. Okay. Yeah. You want to lose weight. How much weight do you want to lose? By when do you want to lose it? And what are your action steps? What are you willing to do to make those goals happen? So that's just as important. So that's number one. Ask yourself the hard questions. Okay. And along with that, I want you to create the picture that you want to see. Okay. And there's two things that you can do. This is, there's two ways that you can look at this particular um, tip. You can look at it from a pain point, or you can look at it from a pleasure point. So you can make yourself and paint yourself a vivid picture of one, pleasure. When I do these things, when I reach this goal, I am going to feel like this. When I'm, you know, 10 pounds lighter, when I'm drinking more water, when I'm eating cleaner, you know, I'm going to feel healthy. I'm going to be able to get on the floor and play with my kids. I'm going to be able to take that extra walk. I'm doing, you know, I can climb, you know, wherever I want that mountain I want to do. I can run that half marathon. I can do anything that I want to do because I'm going to have my health. That's a pretty picture. That's the pleasure picture. Or... You can be driven by the pain picture. And the pain picture looks like this. Oh my God, if I don't meet this goal, this is how I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel lousy. I'm going to not be happy with myself. I'm not going to be able to get in that in the clothes I want to. I'm not going to be able to get on the floor with my kids the way that I want to. I'm not going to be able to run that marathon that I wanted to do. So you see, we can either be driven by the plain, by the you know, the pain picture, or we can be driven by the pleasure picture. Now, for me, I like looking at the pleasure picture because I like to stay positive in my mind. So either one works great. So I want you to really consider asking yourself those hard questions and then creating the picture that you want to see of those things. Each one. Okay. Number two, I don't want you to cheat yourself. Okay. And what this means is this is the year that you put yourself on the front burner. In 2019, we talked about this a lot, about self-care, being your number one self-care advocate, moving yourself from the back burner to the front burner. So this year, I want you to either keep on doing that and up your level or start doing it if you haven't been doing it, you know, to the greatest of your potential, okay? Then I want you to reward yourself when you make progress. It's so important, ladies, to reward ourselves because we as women tend to beat ourselves up more than anything in the world. And we tend to recognize all the things that we don't do right and all the things that, you know, with the failures we had, the things we didn't do, this, 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 the would have, should have, could have, but we don't sit there and pat ourselves on the back and give ourselves a virtual hug, high five, whatever, call a girlfriend, go out to lunch, buy something special, you know, when we meet a goal that we've done. So it's really important to celebrate those successes along the way. And they don't have to be huge successes in order for you to celebrate. That's part of the problem too. We say, oh, when we make, you know, $100,000 in our business, we'll go out and we'll buy, we'll, you know, we'll buy ourselves a purse. Well, why does it have to be $100,000? Why can't it be when I make my first sale in my business, I'm going to go out and reward myself with something, you know, smaller. If the purse is a lot of money, then maybe it's something smaller. But look at those reward things because the brain and the body respond to rewards. So don't cheat yourself out. Put yourself first this year because ladies, you know what I always say, your health is your greatest business and life 
asset. You need to wear it wisely. Your health, ladies, is the wind beneath your whole life's wings. Without your health, you are nothing. You can't run your business. You won't have the energy. You can't love as much. You can't put as much into the world as you want to do. You can't give as much to your kids, your grandkids, your organizations, your pets, any of that kind of stuff if you are not healthy. Okay. And I know health looks different for each and every one of us. So you've got to figure that out for yourself, but you've got to start putting yourself at the top of the priority list. Okay. Next is I want you to remember that every day is a fresh start. And we as women, we seem to forget that a lot. We tend to, like I said, beat ourselves up over the things that we didn't do. Oh, I didn't get all that done yesterday. Oh my God, I'm a bad person. I didn't get this done. I didn't get that done. Remember, every day is a fresh start that you can start brand new. Okay, erase what happened yesterday because it's in the past. There's a reason they say the past is the past. So concentrate on what it is today. You know, if Wake up in the morning with a smile on your face, exuberance in your, in your body, hit that floor running and go, today is a new day and I can do it all over again and I can change some things and I can course correct if things didn't go right. But we can always start over. There's no, nothing is written in stone. Remember that. Okay. All right. Let me grab a cup, sip up my coffee here and then we'll go with the next step. Okay. The next one is do better to be better. All right. This kind of goes along with asking yourself the hard questions. In order for us to be better, we have to do better. And what that means is it means pushing yourself harder if you want to make progress. Okay. Sometimes, ladies, the simplest change and habit changes seem to be the hardest ones. You ever, you ever, you ever get that? The simplest things tend to be the hardest. But if you want to make progress in your health, and in your life, then sometimes you're going to have to push yourself outside of the comfort zone. I'm sorry to say, I'm going to speak the truth here, you know, from, you know, from my, from God's mouth to my mouth, whatever you need to do things. You need to push yourself. Things are not going to happen just on their own. You're not going to get healthy by just saying, I want to get healthy. You're not going to lose weight by just saying, I want to lose weight. You got to get your buns out of your chair and you got to make yourself to the gym or get out and walk or do whatever you need to do. Okay. The reality is you have to be a part of your health plan. Okay. And if you don't want to do that, that's great. Then you can freely admit that. But don't sit there and say you want something when you're not willing to put the work in that you need to do to get where you want to go. Okay, just stop that. Stop all that stuff in 2020. We're being real. We're being real women here. We love each other no matter where we are along this journey. But stop kidding yourself. That's another thing. In 2020, put the jokes aside. You know, say what you really mean. Do what you say you're going to do. Be accountable to yourself for goodness sakes. Okay? So in order to be better again, you got to do better. So if you want to be better at, you know, making your body healthy, then you've got to figure out a way to do that. You got to maybe get some books and read how to be healthier. You might have to go to the gym and pay a little bit of money, but I'm sorry, at the end of the day, you can make whatever you want happen, happen. You might have to juggle your schedule around. You might have to, you know, give up doing your nails or getting your skin done or going for that massage, you know, maybe just once a month instead of like a couple times a month. There are things that you're going to have to give up. I'm telling you this, you're going to have to give up some things to get the things that you want. You're going to have to sacrifice a little bit to get the things that you want. That's just life. We all have to do it. I'm no exception. I do it every day. Okay. So if you want to be a better leader, then you're going to have to get out some books and you're going to have to learn how to be a better leader. Go to some conferences and learn how to leading your team better. 
Okay, we all have to learn. So in order to be better, we have to do better. So we have to do better practices. You want to be more techie, then you got to get online and figure out how to do it. It's going to take some time, but you can do it. So I want you to just embrace, embrace the motto. You're going to have to push yourself. You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and it's okay because we're all out here doing it who want to make progress. So remember, you're not alone, sister, not alone. I'm right here with you. The next thing, and I think this is by far the most important thing, and I've been seeing this in a lot of newsletters lately, and that is to build yourself a dream team. You know, surround yourself with the people that are going to help you get where you need to go. I had a big conversation about this with my son, you know, and um, I was listening to this other podcast out there as well, and he was talking about the same type of things. Sometimes you just got to say, I've got to let those people, you know, go for right now. It doesn't mean that you have to let them go forever or I have to let these ideas go. You just got to surround yourself with that dream team, the people that are going to embrace you, that are going to support your ideas, that are not dream stealers. They're dream builders. They're going to say, yes, go for it. Or they're going to you know, hold you accountable. Those are the people that you got to surround yourself with. If you want to go in the forward direction, then you got to be around people that are moving in the forward direction. If you want to get healthier, ladies, then you got to surround yourself with women who, who that's a priority to, who want to get healthier. Because if you want to get healthy and all of your friends in your little clique or your group, you know, just want to sit around and eat donuts and pizza all day, then what do you think you're going to be doing? It's hard to be healthy and keep up those habits when you're surrounded and you're hanging out with people who, for the majority of the most of the part, are not doing the things that you want to do and not getting you to where you need to go. Okay. So maybe you have to stop hanging out with those donut eating friends for, you know, a while. It's okay. They're going to still be there and you can still associate with them, but you got to make some new friends, some new friends at the gym who say, Hey, come on, let's go. Or let's go have a salad, you know, or who, you know, help you find healthy meal plans online. And then, you know, you got to get that core group of women and, or whoever your people are, your mom, your dad, your, you know, your sister, your grandmother, whoever they are, build that dream team because you're going to need it in 2020 and you need it always. You need them for accountability. You need someone to go cry on their shoulders. Who's unjudgmental and will just let you cry and doesn't ask a lot of questions. And you want people who are going to challenge you. That's the most thing you want to hang around smarter people, people who are going to challenge you, who are not going to let you just get by with the, the run of the mill and say, okay, yeah, it's okay. No, We all need to grow. Growing is how we stay alive. It's how we get up every day. It's how we're filled with passion and, you know, and and enjoy by growing and growing is reading. Growing is listening to music or podcasts where you're, where you're learning and you're getting new things. Um, Growing is meeting new people, going to a new event, getting out of the same old, same old. So I really want to push you and I really want to encourage you that in 2020, change it up. This is the start of a new decade, ladies. Okay, so all bets are off. Let's make some things happen in our health life so that we can go out and make things happen in all areas of our life. And I would so love to be on your dream team. So you can connect with me, you know, on Instagram. You can DM me over at Well Woman Network. You can find me on Facebook. Our Facebook group is Well Woman Network 360. You can join our VIP newsletter at wellwomannetwork.com. There's a, at the bottom of every page is a sign up so that you can get on our newsletter list. We put out great content on our podcast so you can listen here and leave us a rating and review. 
We're looking at reopening our membership possibly this year. We're looking at launching a couple new programs on hormone balancing. And it's about hormone balancing. It doesn't have to be because you're menopausal or you're this or that. It's for women who have hormone issues. And most of us in today's day and age have hormone issues. So we're going to be talking about that too. So I want to hear your struggles. I want to know how I can best support you on all these different platforms and how I can be your part of your dream team. And so that you can be part of my dream team, because all of you inspire me to be better. I want to be a better server to all of you. I want to be, you know, bringing better education to all of you because my big, huge vision, and I'm putting it out here, is I want to start changing. I want to be a disruptor in the women's health space. I want to start changing the conversation having correct conversations and that women start talking about why they need to be their own best self-care advocate, especially in today's healthcare climate. I want you to know that you need to understand your body and you should want to understand what is going on with it so that you can have intelligent conversations with your friends, your family, your medical providers, so that when you go to your medical provider, you can sit there and have an intelligent conversation back and forth with them. You know what they're talking about and you can stand your ground and say what you need. You can interpret test results you know, so that you know where you need to go. Again, you know, you have to know about your health, where it is in order to how to make it better. So we're going to be going over all those things in this coming year. And um, some other things, you know, we're hiring our first hire. And trust me, I am scared spitless about this, you know, hiring new people for my business. First of all, as a small time, you know, entrepreneur, I'm worried that I'm going to make a mistake, you know, because you hire people and you don't exactly know what you need to give them to do, but you know that you need people to help you get to the next step. So I've, I've realized that, and this is the year. So I'm stepping way out of my comfort zone in 2020. By all means, I'm stepping way, way out of my comfort zone. But I also have done a lot of things to be better and to do better. And one of those things too, that I'm, I forgot to tell you too, that I'm wearing it here is I absolutely love the giving keys. So Caitlin Crosby has this business called Giving Keys and you have a key and you put your word on it that you want to, you know, identify with. So you all know that my word for the year, I don't know if I told you all here, my word, I have two words. My word for the year is trust and my other one is stand. And part of it is because I want to trust myself more. I want to trust others more. I want to stand firm in those things. So I got a key made, not with the word trust and stand. I got a key made with the word faith because faith to me encompasses all of that. It encompasses having faith in myself. It encompasses having faith in my Lord Jesus Christ. It has encompasses having strength and trust in um, having faith in the people around me. It's having faith in, um, in the new things that we're carrying out. And it's also about, faith is also about standing, standing strong. Even when things get tough, you know, course correct and get up. So that's what I put on my, this necklace. And when I feel sometimes not so much, you know, like I've had some of those doubts already in 2020 here in January, and we're only into day seven about all the things I have to do. I just kind of rub on it and, and feel the word. And I go, okay, faith, I can do this. I can do this. And try to think of, you know, it in questions and not in just flat objective terms, like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. Okay, no, Overwhelm is a big, huge word. Why am I overwhelmed? So I want to try to understand the underlying process of why I'm feeling the way that I am so that I can get myself out of that. 
So um, I encourage you to go check out her website. It's thegivingkeys.com. It supports um, people <clears throat> getting, you know, going from homelessness back to work. It gives them jobs. It's awesome. So highly encourage you to do that. So like I said, please, please, please come and join me. You know, talk to me over on, on Instagram, DM me, come talk to me on Facebook, Well Woman Network 360, you know, join our VIP newsletter this this year, leave us a rating and review for the podcast. Let me know what you want to hear in all different places on the podcast, on our blogs, Um I'm even thinking about having a couple women come on the podcast every every couple every couple episodes and just dishing about, you know, what's on their minds and what's going on out there in the women's health world, what are things they want to know and just kind of talking about having kind of a little, uh, you know, like a talk show thing on on our podcast. So, those are all ideas that I'm looking at, and I can't wait to bring y'all along on this journey, and I want y'all to bring me along on your journey. So, Again, ladies, I hope that you had a blessed, blessed holiday season and that you are ready to rock 2020 with me. So we are going to up our game as far as women's wellness goes. We are going to start changing the conversation and we are going to start freaking disrupting the women's health space starting today in 2020. So thank you all for listening. I know that you could listen to a lot of things. I honor your support in every single way that you give it to us. And may you have a richly, richly blessed week. And I'll talk to you soon. And bye for now. The information, including but not limited to text, graphics, images, and other material contained in the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle podcast is for educational purposes only. The purpose of the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle is to promote broad consumer understanding and knowledge of various women's health topics. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking any new healthcare regime. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have read or heard on one of our podcasts. 